0: Arts podcast, Series 6. The Garden Art Walk is July 10th. What a combination. Gardens and art. Stephanie Moriarty. Hi, good morning. Good morning. And you are S.M. Pottery. Yes. Here in Swampscott. And you call yourself a potter. And can I ask, we're going to get right into the questions,
1: if that's all right, why pottery? Oh, because it's so much fun using your hands, creating things, especially things that you can use. And I love, you know, the functional art. The functionality of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you're making stuff. You're making things you can use. Yeah, mugs, bowls, plates. Berry bowls, you know, all all the things, jars, yeah, whatever you need, you can make yourself and have it, you know, be exactly the way you want it. It's... And
0: it's a little bit like playing in dirt, isn't it? Exactly. You get to get
1: dirty, <laughs> you get covered in mud, it's amazing. Okay, and so
0: let's talk a little bit more about the mechanics of it. Yeah. So you get your hands in there and
1: then what do you start doing? So... If you are doing the wheel you get a piece of clay you weigh it out if you want to be exact um, and you start to wedge so you take the clay and you kind of rock back and forth pushing it together so that you get the air bubbles out and then you get it into some people do a ball some people do a cone and then you put it in the exact center of the wheel, you turn it on, you get your hands nice and wet, and then you squeeze up and down until you have it centered, and that is sort of the tricky part when you're first starting, is feeling that centered, you know, spot, and that's where it has to be if you want it to be nice and even, and then you start to open it up and then pull up the sides, and it's just so therapeutic. Very zen, very zen. I have to say, as you're
0: talking, you've got this big grin on your face. Your hands are moving, you're <laughs> moving.
1: You're a physical person. Very oh, absolutely, absolutely. And was it always pottery? Was that your thing? No. Um, so I used to be a massage therapist for many years, and then um, when I was pregnant with my daughter I decided to switch careers so I stopped doing potter or stopped doing massage therapy and I really missed using my hands okay makes sense and, because you can't stop using them yeah I can't <laughs> stop and also uh, my father is a pastry chef so I grew up you know rolling things out and kneading, and so it's very you know It's very satisfying, but it also feels very familiar.
0: Okay. So massage therapy, kid, pottery. Yeah. Because you wanted those hands in use. Yeah.
1: And I also needed a break and something that was just for me in my own time, in my own space. Um, And I got into it because we moved from Cambridge to Swamscott. I was looking for, you know, something to do. I'd always loved ceramics and pottery um, but never had the opportunity to do it and then I found out about the clay school at the Lydia Pinkham building in Lynn on Western Ave and I just started taking classes and they are so amazing and it's the most (laughs) incredible group of people and doesn't matter what you make, everybody walks by and they're like, oh that's amazing. (laughs) Like, this place is fabulous. Yeah. So you did all this amazing stuff then? Yeah, and it wasn't. It was, yeah. it was like total amateur, you know, you know, but it, they were so encouraging and it was just a really supportive environment. And I was like, that's it. These are my people. This is where I'm going to hang out now.
0: How good is that?
1: Yeah. And I'm still there. This is like almost nine, ten years later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. And I take breaks from time to time, but... You know, there's amazing teachers there, lots of different classes that you can take or you can do artists in residence if you want to do your own thing.
0: And so you can just go and work on your own stuff, yeah. right? But nice. during
1: COVID, I got a wheel okay, and I turned my, you know, basement into my studio.
0: Okay, so you're, it's right below us. Yes. Mm, we'll have to have a peek down there, won't yep. we? Yep. Excellent. Okay. And so you work on the wheel, did you is that what what you started you or no. did you do the I, I don't did know hand what, building. Hand and there's building. so many different techniques. I okay. mean, you
1: can do pinch pots, you can do coiling where you kind of roll it out into a snake and then go around and around. Um and then the hand building was really satisfying to be able to have something um Really quickly so you just cut out you know what shapes you want and you kind of score the sides where you cut the sides and then you you know wet it and then attach it and so you can make all types of different shapes Um, the wheel takes a little bit more getting used to Um, some people get really frustrated with it but you know like anything worth doing it takes a while takes practice and when you finally get it that's it. You're hooked.
0: Oh, so you're hooked. I'm hooked. Okay, and so that's the mechanics of the pottery. Yeah. And what about the aesthetics? Let's talk
1: about, as you say,
0: my palette. My palette. My palette.
1: So um, I had a great instructor um, kind of talk to me about my own aesthetic and my own palette. And I kept trying all types of different. You know colors and techniques and things like that because there's infinite possibilities but it's almost like when you go to the grocery store and there's like too many choices like i want just three yes (laughs) um so what she did was she asked me if i went to go and buy something what would i gravitate towards and I thought to myself, oh, interesting. I've been trying all of these things with, like, you know, these drips and all of these crazy colors. But if I went to buy something, I would go for simplicity. I would go for one color, clean lines, simple shapes. And that's what so I do now. So you
0: wouldn't buy what you were making.
1: Exactly. And that, and it just clicked. I was like, oh, that's why... I have it and I immediately want to get rid of it. I would get it out and i go, oh, that's interesting you want (laughs) it. Because I didn't get it out of the kiln and think, oh, I can't wait to drink out of this. So when I finally figured out what my palette and my aesthetic was, that's when I went, oh, wow, I really love this mug. So you keep everything you make? No, no. My my house isn't big enough for that. Um, No, I I have my set. Okay. Yeah, I can show you, you know, and it's just clean white. Oh. Yeah.
0: So even your colors are simple, clean. What are your favorite colors that to use?
1: Oh, yeah. So white, green, And there's a very specific blue, but they actually just stopped having the blue that I use. Um, And one of the other things that I do is I have a glaze that actually has speckles because I used to get speckled clay Mm -hmm. and use white glaze. But then I realized I can just paint the speckles on. And so now that's one of my favorites. And it's very irregular speckles. And so it's actually uh, manganese is what creates those uh, brown speckles. That's great. Okay. And I'm just
0: curious to know, so what is your favorite object to make if you've got mug? Mug.
1: 100%. Oh, yeah? Why? (laughs) Why? Because there is something unbelievably satisfying when you slip your hands into a mug and it has the right weight, shape and it has the right handle finding a mug with the right handle is actually really hard to find (laughs) that's why i like making my own i think you're absolutely right i i there are
0: certain mugs you want to cup in with two hands other ones you just want to you like putting your hand into the
1: handle yeah and it's interesting how curious um so My husband likes actually smaller mugs because he likes to refill. He wants to keep it hotter, longer, so shorter cups. Um, And he just does usually like a two finger in and like very like straight up and down like that. But I love to slide my fingers in, wrap my hands around it, and like tuck it in. And it's just such a different way of drinking liquid. But it's all about the mug and what you feel comfortable doing. So interesting
0: that you are so observant of the details of what a person does with a mug.
1: And that's why when I sell anything, I tell people you have to pick it up. That's why the idea of selling it online doesn't appeal. No, because you have to hold it in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Excellent. Okay, now you're going to be at the Garden Art Walk, and you're in Hannah Cloud Sharpless's garden. And what are you looking forward to with the Garden Art Walk?
1: To be with other wonderful, creative women.
0: Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. And and they all
1: make wonderful things. So there's you know, Hannah and all of the things that she makes with her incredible inks that she makes herself. Um, New England Apothecary is also going to be there um jeweler who's also going to be there good heavens you've got a whole crew yeah so it's going to be really fun and i love doing it with other people because sometimes when i do events it's just me in my own booth and so to be able to be there with you know other friends and creative people you know we get to bounce ideas off of each other give each other feedback yes yes it's just a much richer experience
0: Alright, so Stephanie, see you at the Garden Art Walk. Yes, I will. And you can see Stephanie at the Garden Art Walk and all her simple, clean <laughs> pots. I I don't know, you don't call them pots. Mug. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pots. Yes. Yeah. All those pots. All those pots. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. Stop by again.